This is Mark Rolston. Listen to Forgotten Flicks. This is a bonus episode. So if you're just tuning in, as if this is a radio show, this is a bonus episode for the Spooky Flicks Fest, the 2015 Spooky Flicks Fest. We had a really cool thing happen, uh, as per usual, because of Peter. Yes. <laughs> uh, who makes all the cool things happen, including the soundbite that I have no doubt retroactively added to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> so therefore, we can mention it. Uh, Peter, who did you speak with today? Uh, among others, Mark Rolston from uh, Aliens, among many movies. Yes, and he was cool the one, what was what was the what was his character's name? Because he was one that always messed with Vasquez, the, uh, uh, the Marine Drake. Drake, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yes. So he got he got a little. Uh, you're listening to Forgotten Flicks or something to that effect. So that was pretty cool. That's All right, cool. so <laughs> thank you, Peter, for that, and thank you for the awesome guest we have, allowing us to have yet another episode for the Spooky Flicks Fest. We are joined by the author of a fantastic book that I just picked up, and I'm not doing that douchey radio guy thing where I didn't actually look at the book or anything like that. I'm just blowing smoke up his butt. I'm actually serious. It's a great book. It's called Pumpkin Cinema, and it is by Nathaniel Toll. However, for the purposes of this interview, we will call him Nathan. (laughs) Nathan, welcome. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Joel. Yeah, and uh, it's really cool to have you here. Going through this book, I feel as if uh, you're a bit of a kindred spirit. I I like that right off the bat, I could just tell, and we, you know, we don't have to dig too deep because you know there might be somebody out there listening who who will get annoyed by it. Though, and I gotta be honest, I'm pretty sure that the kind of people listening to Spooky Flicks Fest might not be the kind that also really are devoted to the hostels and saws of the world. But I'm just gonna say I'm kind of glad you left those out. So I'm just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll get there eventually. In the meantime, would you mind uh, just you know telling us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to write Pumpkin Cinema? Absolutely. Um, well, first off, I just want to say I'm a big fan of this podcast. I discovered you guys um, about a year ago. I was just thinking about the movie uh, Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity, um, <laughs> and I just did a Google search to see if any podcasts have uh, have covered that, and so that's how I found you guys, and then I was pretty much hooked <laughs> after that, so it's a really pleasure to be talking to you guys. Awesome. Um, I am from uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and I've been living in Portland, Oregon for about 10 years, and I, wrote, I started writing Pumpkin Cinema um, quite a while ago. Uh, I was inspired by a uh, pretty god-awful Halloween I had where I was at a friend's house and we were, they were having a, like a, a movie marathon and we all were all voting on which movie to start off with and sadly, uh, The Hills Have Eyes got the most votes and as much as I loved that film, I knew it was going to be a big mistake and I was right because after 90 minutes, everybody was really numb and exhausted and kind of depressed and most people left after that and so... Um, but then after, right after that, I suggested Creepshow, and that pretty much lifted the mood right away. And so I felt like this book could really serve a viable purpose in uh, helping people save their precious Halloween time. I, I think that is a fantastic reason to write this book. And I also think that as much as I love the original Hills Have Eyes, I agree with you. It is not a Halloween movie. It doesn't feel no it does not <laughs> feel like the time. It seems to me like a movie you'd watch in the summer. You know, I, to me, it has a, to me the summer feel because it's the desert setting and everything like that. But yeah, Creep Show, excellent choice. Hills uh, Have Eyes, even though it has its time and place. And ironically, I and I may be misusing the word ironically. Uh, we be- I believe covered it in the last Spooky Flicks Fest. However, that being said, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, just goes to show you how a, a really good horror film doesn't necessarily make it a good Halloween film. Sure. And what was what was the logic of what made you decide what went in the book? Oh, I had some uh, a list of rules that I was pretty uh, strict on. Uh, basically, I decided that it couldn't be over two hours long because, like I said before, every second of Halloween or October is precious. And, and um, I think, uh, and, and oh yeah, and also it has to be kind of fun to watch. So I avoided, you know, really mean spirited, you know, torture porn kind of flicks. And also, um, while it doesn't have to necessarily take place in autumn, it can't contradict autumn. So you couldn't have, uh, you know, a movie like Jaws, for example. So no, no summer or Christmas flicks, of course. No. And if it's not like, if it's not scary, then it has to be directly associated with Halloween. So therefore, I was able to include, you know, G-rated movies, even um, you know, stuff like Space Invaders, which you guys covered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a dad, I did like that you had the the kids section, the kid friendly section. That there were some oh, yeah. good ones in there, so that's great. Peter, were you going to say something? No, just I, I, as I was, I looked through most of it. And you know what book we're going to look for movies for next Spooky Flicks Fest, oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, I there was that moment when I when it came in the mail, and I'm like, you know, this would have saved me a crap load of time. <laughs> <laughs> sure would have, <laughs> because there's a lot in here. This this covers us for several years worth of Spooky Night Flicks of the Fest. Demons too. Yes, that is so good. <laughs> Very underrated. I like uh, it more than the original. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because oh. our Night of the Demons episode went out, right? I kind of just get them set up to go out, and then I forget that they went out. Did they go out already? I can't remember, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're damaged, and you forget? Is that, is that what it is? Pretty much. I, yeah, <laughs> just drop the mic, walk away. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I remember that I know we didn't hate it, and we were trying to find the positives about it. Yeah, we <laughs> did. We yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, concluded that it was a good Halloween movie. True. So uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, no, D- Daryl, did you have something else you wanted to add? Because I thought I heard you trying to pipe in there when I was. Uh, I think you had asked the question I was going to ask. That's oh, I why did. I shut myself up. I did that thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so then, Nathan, let's get to the point of what was the process of writing the book like? I mean, I know you said that you know you it was inspired by doing this. Uh, party mm-hmm. I, what was if you don't i mean i don't know if i'm i'm a very nuts and bolts kind of guy so if you want to get you know dig into like what you went through with the research oh, yeah, was like all that stuff. um I, i've always been a huge film geek and for probably 15 years i've kept this gigantic list of every single movie i had watched and kind of rated each one from from one to five stars and so that was pretty helpful so the first thing i did was kind of look through this giant list and kind of select the films that i gave you know at least four stars to to revisit mm-hmm. and then i visited a lot of horror forms and and uh, my local video store and kind of try to find every single film that um, either was directly related to Halloween or could have been a, uh, you know appropriate for Halloween night. And so for about two years, I pretty much pretended like it was October. So I kept the decorations up all year just so I could see which films gave off the proper vibes. Ah. And uh, the, 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 the great staff at Movie Madness in Portland probably thought I was insane for renting something like, uh, like Winnie the Pooh's like Halloween special in, you know, like February <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, or like, or uh, a double, double toil and toil and trouble from the Olsen twins in, in like around Christmas time. So yeah. <laughs> Were there any yeah. movies that you uh, thought about when then when you watched them again for the book, you, you kind of thought differently about them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, for example, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Uh, that is such a grower um, because there, there was a point when that film, when the film wouldn't have been in the book. And like I was and then after maybe the fourth viewing, I'm like, God, it finally hit me. This film rocks. 
And so I'm very happy that I finally turned my turn around on that one. And uh, I think what did it was seeing it on the big screen. Um, it was uh, it was uh, in uh, the Hollywood Theater in Portland, Oregon, and the direct the, I'm sorry the composer was in attendance, and it was a sold out theater. And it was just such a pleasure to see a film that was so. Uh, reviled for years, and mm-hmm. you know, it's developed a cult following over the years to see it, you know, get such a warm reaction and a, a standing ovation when it was over. It was a really good experience. So, Alan uh, Howarth or Howarth, have you pronounced? Yes, it? Alan Howarth. Yes. Okay, he was in the. Oh, that's awesome. That is an incredible soundtrack, by the way. Yes. You plan on doing anything like uh, TV, like scary TV shows, or? Oh, um, actually, in uh, in the book, I have a whole chapter about the best TV episodes to watch during Halloween time. Oh, but that was okay. that was actually the last thing I did when I wrote the book um, because I was, you know, one of the best things, one of my favorite things about October is being able to revisit the, the classic episodes from The Simpsons, Roseanne, um, so much. I, even there was even an Alf Halloween episode, and so yeah. um, I thought it was going <laughs> to be a pretty fun and an easy chapter to write, but it ended up being the hardest thing at all of all because every single show had a Halloween episode. Even fucking Walker, Texas Ranger had a Halloween episode. Sure I, like, I wanted to give, I wanted to give everything a chance. Um, and didn't so golden uh, girls, I think golden girls had a couple, didn't they? They had, yes, they did. Well, yeah, even a, a doc, Dr. Pain. Medicine woman, which was actually one of, uh, oh, no, one of no, my no, favorites. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, wait, what about the, did you, I, I'm trying to remember, did you capture the Little House on the Prairie one? Do you remember that I one? I did. Oh, my God, yes. That was actually one of my absolute favorites. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a real pleasure. And uh, I also had, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. Um, Fre- Freaks and Geeks was really good. Uh, there was a, there were a couple of good goosebumps. Uh, My Soul Called Life, Punky Brewster, uh, of course, Roseanne. Uh, I, I have two episodes from The Real Ghostbusters, the animated TV show. <laughs> yes, I remember that. And even some, uh, yeah, even some, like, Three Stooges shorts, too. And, and I love I love that you, you also showed that you gave the nod, even though, for whatever reason, Tales from the Crypt never had a Halloween. Yeah, what the hell is that all about? I know, but I think you picked the right one. You picked the... Thank uh, you very the, much. I the, think it's the scariest one they ever did. Yeah, Morton Downey Jr. one. That one, I would have picked, or the... Uh, I'm now doing that douchey thing where, well, Nathan, let me tell you how you should have written your book. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> so, no, but the other one, I think that was an awesome pick because I remember seeing that around Halloween time. Yeah, television and, terror. And Everyone it scared the crap yes. out of me. And then the other one was the one with Will Wheaton and Kevin Dillon where it's the... Fake, supposedly fake haunted house. Their their pledges to a fraternity. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and Meredith yeah, it also has a uh, Courtney Gaines in it, right? Uh, uh, yes, and uh, Meredith Salinger. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So uh, yes. yeah, it, that, was a- <laughs> that was a great one. That was, that would that had another that was another good one with a, ho- a Halloween feel. Peter, were you going to say something before I completely? Jumped no, I just said, you said Meredith Salinger, so I just salivated a bit. Okay, good. Uh, on the same page. So, <laughs> or, or <a> lot. <laughs> so, so yeah. The uh, Three Stooges, SpongeBob SquarePants, oh, yeah. there's so much here. Oh, and I love that you covered all those. Now, it does bring up a good point, which is, and I guess you just have to accept this as part of the reality of doing this kind of thing. Sort of like when we record about shows and I get the email from the, hey, you didn't mention such and such. I know. <laughs> I meant to. Uh so have you gotten any of that? I, I imagine you get it to a certain degree or would get it to a certain degree. People say, well, why didn't you mention such and such? Or- yeah, absolutely. Um, I knew that um, it was just a matter of time before. Yeah, even uh, a month after the book got published, there was a new you know, Halloween-themed movie. And it just seems like every ta- every time I go to Dread Central, there, there's news about a new Halloween movie mm-hmm. coming out. And so that kind of bugs me. And then, like, especially Tales of Halloween. Come on. <laughs> so that kind of, like... <laughs> dates the book already because yeah. I couldn't include that one because I hadn't come out yet. So that's, sure. that was kind of disappointing, but rather than focus on the movies that are not that, you know, we're not in it. I can focus on the ones that are in it. So sure. like Absolutely. a movie like a cemetery of terror, for example, this is one that I 
discovered um, about a month before the, the draft was due. And had I waited a month to see it, it would have pained me so much because this is one of the be- this is one of the better Halloween. Uh, gosh, it's a Mexican film called Cemetery of Terror, and yeah, I don't know my whole life, but uh, yeah, it came out in nineteen eighty five, a great year for horror films. It, it, it's funny that you bring that one up because Peter, do you remember? Yeah. Peter, Peter yeah, recommended we that. that we, al- we almost had that one on our list this year. <laughs> we actually, oh, had really? it. it was on the short list. We had, it was that one hell night, which technically, you know, I was trying to do the thing where the movies actually had to have had some aspect of Halloween in them this year. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think that we've ever really done that. Uh, and so hell night was on the short list. Uh, the, the cemetery terror one. And there was a couple other ones. Oh, what was the really, really low rent one? Peter. Oh, crap. Uh, there were I don't a lot, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, this one's awesome. This was this was if you watch the, the movie. And no, not slugs. Was, uh, it was the fr- 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 right. Oh, what the hell was it? Was it was a slasher flick. Oh god, yeah, crazy. <laughs> it, it was like the whole premise was this kid witnessed his dad. I think it was it kill people during a Halloween party, and yeah, then that, he, I, I, yeah. and then he grows up to become oh, spoiler alert to become <laughs> the killer. Oh man, is that wacko? No, it wasn't why it came out in the early eighties, like eighty three, eighty four, maybe, somewhere in that ballpark. In my brain it'll come out as soon as we don't need it. Oh no, sure. Anymore. So it'll be like a yeah, week oh, from oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for real. If only yeah, there was yeah. a technology that would allow us <laughs> to yeah, look I up. actually wrote it down, but uh, it's Oh, it's somewhere. in one of the emails I said, I'll find it and then when I do I'll, I'll email it to everybody so we know. In fact, it may be in your book, for all I know, Nathan. I have no idea. <laughs> but 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 if it isn't I'll yeah, actually, it. Mo- yeah, a lot of the book was written um, like ten years ago because uh, I tried to get it published back in probably like, that, you know a long time ago, and uh, I, I had an agent, but he wasn't able to find a home for it, so I kind of gave up on it for for uh, for several years. And then uh, about 2013, I decided, all right, I got this book written, I let's try it one more time. And so I sent it to uh, Schiffer Publishing in Pennsylvania, and they liked it a lot. And so um, so yeah, it's, it was a long time coming, but I'm, I'm happy that's finally out. So back to that idea of the process. So when you sent it to them, was it completed or was it a book proposal? How did you do that? It was, yeah, it was mostly completed. Um, the only thing that, well, yeah, uh, since I had I hadn't really updated in years, you know, there weren't films like Trick or Treat yet uh, included, and I didn't have the TV chapter, and I also didn't have the the shorts. I also have a, uh, a section of the book where it's just a bunch of um, you know short films, like sure. minutes or less. Cool. Um, so. So yeah, once they said yes, they gave, they actually gave me another like nine months to update it and add things to it. So that was so that was very fortunate. Um, and yeah, and, th- and there was a lot I, I had never heard of. There, were, especially in the in the in the short films, uh, there were some real gems. Uh, for example, there's one called um, "Spooky Bats and Scaredy Cats." It's probably one of the best Halloween things I've ever seen, and and it's so hard to find. It's really obscure. It's uh, I believe it was based on a. Uh, a short story and it's not available on DVD and it was available on YouTube. That's how I was able to see it, but it got taken down uh, as did another one that was excellent called pumpkin moon. And this was based on a children's book from England. And so I believe it's available in like maybe in uh, like a region three or so a DVD, but it's not available in the States. And that's a real shame. It's about a, uh, a friendship between a cat and a magical jack-o'-lantern that can fly <laughs> and they kind of team up to battle an evil witch that's declared war and all the pumpkins. And it's, it's, it's that's adorable awesome. and so spirited. I'm writing these down, and I'm thinking, okay, eventually somebody will repost them to YouTube, and if I'm my timing is yeah, right, it, it was a beautiful, a beautiful film. Very cool. You don't have to write them down, Joel. They're in the book. Or I could, just, <laughs> or, or, or yeah. here, here's a thought: I could just listen back to this episode. 
I am recording. What's the, what's the lumpkin the pumpkin? What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, that was so trippy. I was I felt like I'd Bobby Goldsboro. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's so much here. This book is uh I've been yeah. I, I'm not through it yet because I'm reading it from page I have to read all of it. Oh yeah, I've read I've read the uh, introduction and then I I will admit that I, what I basically did is I skimmed through every page just, you know, to see what you'd covered. And then I went back and read in depth other reviews for the movies that I loved uh, because, you know, I'm self-centered. Were there any films that you saw? It's like, oh, God, why did you include that piece of trash? Um, <laughs> no, because I get it. Like I got okay. I, like, you know, like, first, it's there's certain first off one man's trash. Right. Okay, let's just get that out. Hey, you know. <laughs> who who am I? Who am I to judge? Uh, yeah, I, I like I like Stephen. Uh, I like Munchies and Stephen King Sleepwalker. So I'm just gonna shut the hell up. Oh, I love Sleepwalker. Oh, you really. see, Nathan, I love you. Oh, yeah, okay. never never understood. How, how about much, Munchies? Much, yeah, much, uh, much, I had to revisit that one. It's been quite yeah, a while. And Munchies, Munchies, honestly, I would almost think there's something wrong with anybody other than me who, who said that thing. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, no, it, it most of it was I was just so thrilled to see that you had movies like the 88 blob in there, but you didn't include I don't think you included the original, right? The Steve McQueen one. I did not. No, Wait, it's just the, the, uh, the, the, the remake is superior in every way. I, and, and that's and that's one of those <laughs> one rare, of the few but, remakes that does it. That thank does it right. you. Yeah, that is the thing that shocked me about revisiting the blob when my, my old co-host Jason and I covered this. It was the reality that. It is an awesome movie. And I totally went in thinking, oh, this is going to be so dated and it's going to feel so, yeah, you know, the effects will be. It was a freaking stellar movie. Yeah, really, it's, it's a blast. Yeah. I love that you put people under the stairs. Another movie that doesn't get enough respect. I'm just saying. Yeah, I actually, um, I went to Los Angeles uh, a few months ago and I spent a whole day revisit, or I spent a whole day uh, visiting some classic horror locations and I found the house with people under the stairs. The house. And it, had, it looks exactly the same. It is <sighs> hell. Is there anybody living in it? It, oh yeah, um, there were there were actually uh, there were oh, two people on the no. por- there were two people on the porch uh, <laughs> drinking at like eleven o'clock um, eleven o'clock a.m. And of so course. I couldn't I didn't when I couldn't get too close to the house and I was kind of like very sneaky with how I took pictures because. I didn't want to. Really, you didn't just drink to be in that house. No, what you needed to do is stand out in the front, (laughs) raise your hands in the air, and the top of your lungs go. (laughs) You you got padlocks on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally what you should have done, and then you would have probably been you know killed, and we wouldn't have this awesome interview. So pretty much. (laughs) And then after that, I went to uh, I went to Haddonfield, so I got to see uh, Lori Strode's house and uh, the famous hedge. And the people, the people that live in the Strode house, they are very proud of that fact. They have a, uh, they keep apparently two pumpkins on the front porch all year round, as long as well as a plaque. Oh, that's awesome! And so I, I got a couple photos from that. So. Wouldn't you do that? I would do that. Like if that my house oh, yeah, was in this legendary horror flick, I, I wouldn't stay there though. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, Tara goes, let me point out that I am the only smart individual here who would <laughs> remotely take the chance. I would only visit. You'd visit it. Okay. Visit. You'd own it, but you'd rent it out, let other people yes. take the chance. Okay. Yes. So I want to ask you, a, we're, we're 20, 20 some odd minutes in. I feel it's time to ask the controversial question. Okay, go for it. Monster Squad or Goonies? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, we're talking, we're talking about movies for Halloween, definitely. Monster well, okay, Squad. No, no, we're no. talking about, Compared. Yeah, just, just, oh, God. That's a hard one. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, The Goonies is one I have weird emotions about because even though I was, as a very little kid, watching horror films on a very regular basis, there was something about The Goonies that scared me in a very unpleasant way, and it was <laughs> it was uh, uh, the, sloth, the sloth. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know why. Because he looks like Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. He yeah, did. 
it kind of disturbed me in the same way as like Zelda did in People Under the Stairs. Oh, it just, yeah. <laughs> like this is, uh, this is a, a living thing that is, is unfair that the yes. person has to live this way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I actually live in Oregon and uh, the Goonies was filmed in, uh, uh, close to here. And so uh, I can visit the neighborhoods anytime I want as well as uh, the, out, the exterior of the caves, which is really neat. So, so we'll, we'll just, we'll just say then, as far as you're concerned, Monster uh, Squad and Goonie, Goonies tie, yeah. tie, uh, another, tie. Another funny story about Monster Squad is um, that was the first scary movie or semi-scary movie I ever saw on the big screen. And I'd already seen scary movies, but never in a theater. And I was kind of shocked by how loud and big everything was. And I, I was probably six years old when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I had to leave after five minutes, and I'm so embarrassed to admit that. Um, but yeah, it was too intense for me, and so I had to leave the theater. And, and for some reason, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was playing <laughs> in the theater, so I kind of snuck, snuck into that. Yeah, I, I, but, yeah, I love that you had that in your book that you talked about yeah. the fact that I'm going to publicly admit now. <laughs> but yeah, I. But yeah, the Monster Squad has come to be one of my favorites, oh, and I got to meet uh, Fred Decker and oh, really? shake his hand not too, not that long ago um the same theater that had uh, halloween three they were also showing the monster squad uh, and yeah the, same, the guy who did monster squad and and uh and not the creeps it's yes. so cool to meet him after after reading then your book actually last night i was getting ready for bed and the thought occurred to me because i reread those sections in your book and because those <clears> are two of my favorites i thought to myself you know people can say what they want about fred decker as far as you know robocop three and whatever the reality is <laughs> if that dude did nothing else like nothing but Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps, and that's it. I say, yeah. I say, Two he's home runs right there. Yeah, like the horror equivalent of Terrence Malick. Like, just do that early thing, drop the mic, walk away, and then you know, come back twenty years yeah. later and do a bunch I'm of done. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. But but he also he wrote the story for House, which I love House. So yeah, House is a, is a fan favorite. Yes, yeah, it's also in the book. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> And I love that you acknowledge yeah. that House 2, the second story, is perhaps one of the greatest. <laughs> one of the best titles for a sequel. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes, very, very clever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay, so then... And we have to bring up there's Pumpkinhead in here, of Oh, course. yes. Yes, definitely. With Peter's buddy Lance. <laughs> Actually, my, my, uh, Mr. Rolston says, so you're going to be talking about Pumpkinhead tonight? I, I mentioned we were going to do the interview. Uh-huh. So, so you're going to be talking about Pumpkinhead? I thought, I'm, I'm sure it'll pop up. Yes, and there it is. There it is. Okay, so then who is the intended audience? Like, Did you have a, sp- a specific, not necessarily a demographic, but was it mainly people our age, you know, people who grew, you know, came of age in the 80s and, and that kind it's of thing? It's written for me. Yes, it is. It's actually written for <laughs> um, <me>. Basically. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I throw in a lot of, you know, 80s references. So I, I would imagine the target audience is people very much like me, children of the 80s. But I had to keep in mind that, uh, people would have all different uh, backgrounds and uh, and film proclivities. So I, I knew that hardcore horror fans would be reading this book as well as people that prefer, you know, the lighter fare. You know, they don't want anything too, too gory. And so I wanted to have a lot of choices for every type of film fan out there. And so that's why I also have, I even have a, a couple silent films and a few documentaries. Oh, yeah. I love that you had the uh, hacks and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of that over the years. That is a disturbing movie. <laughs> yeah, I realize. I cannot believe that it, that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, too, to your credit, or, or maybe to my detriment, as I'm reading through the your coverage of Halloween, I, I love the fact that you didn't mention the uh, zombified <laughs> versions yeah. of Halloween 1 and 2. Was that intentional? Uh, it was one that I definitely considered. Uh, I don't think it's a worthless film, yeah. but I'm not going to 
spend any of my October watching it yes. again. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I yeah I actually include I included uh, Halloween one through five and also H two O, and uh, but yeah I I, I think I, but I think you know as <laughs> as uh, controversial as Rob Zombie's Halloween is, I think it's pretty much a given that the sequel is one is probably the worst of them all. The oh, worst, yeah. yeah, Halloween, yeah, Zombies Halloween Two is probably the worst Halloween out there. Which is saying um, something in the world where Curse of Michael Myers exists. Oh, yeah, and also Resurrection. I love, by the way, you mentioned the opening sequence in that because to me, oh, it's it, breathtaking, perfect. It is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I was going to say back to the. Uh, your your credit my detriment the fact that you you're right up on halloween five i have not seen that since i saw it in the theater i don't think i may have may have seen it one oh, time wow. i may have seen it one time since because i actually had the video when it came out on video i had the video poster hanging in my bathroom for some reason when i was in high school i don't know go figure and so that actually the poster you have on the page that's the one i had hanging in my bathroom for several years oh nice and so the uh but the, but you're right up of it i'm like I remember not really digging this movie because I loved four and I remember not really digging five, but yet after reading, I was like, you know what? I really kind of want to rewatch this now because it doesn't seem as crappy as I remember. And then, <laughs> but then I go to Netflix and of course, what do they have? Halloween six and, and resurrection. Those were literally my only choices. <laughs> so, Halloween six is Halloween six is decent. That's one I would happily watch tonight. Really? No, you're talking about the, yeah. the, was it the director, producer cut, whatever? You're talking about the original theatrical? Because I remember that being rough. This, it, it, is, it is rough, but I'd say that in terms of, it has a really good Halloween atmosphere, um, lots of decorations, lots of, of leaves, and so it'll definitely okay. put you in the mood, but the storyline is crap. That's the one where they really go whole hog <laughs> on the whole conspiracy thing, right? Oh, it is bonkers, and it's... <laughs> It's almost offensive. <laughs> well, well, and and the the I remember five ending uh, major spoiler alert for Halloween five. Yeah, with is that that's the one where it ends where the Michael's in prison and, or jail. He's like in the cat jail, and you see the 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 guy, the mysterious man in black or whatever, who's got yeah, the, the, no tattoo, the tattoo, the tattoo on his wrist. Okay, well, I like that. I like the mystery of that. You're like, what? What is this? Is this? It did freak me out. Yeah, it was, it was freaky. But then, but then when whoever you know, when the producers, everybody said, you know what? I really feel like we need to extrapolate out who this guy is. Let's give him some backstory. Let's really explain what this whole thing is about. And that's when it kind of went. Yeah, out. you don't need to do that. No. <laughs> and they, thank God they ended it there and went to H2O. Because I actually think H2O is a very good movie. But Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I know you have your list. Ooh. What? What? what haunted. No, I'm just going. I'm, oh, I'm, you're, you're, I'm P- Peter's reading your book as we oh, speak. Oh, I've got you it in front of me too. from uh, 1995, Aiden Quinn. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that, that was, I, I, yeah, I often feel like I'm the only fan of that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was kind of cool when I rented it the first time when it came out on uh, video, you know, on VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, uh, I was watching it. So I was thinking, I, I've seen this before. I looked at the release date. And I said, there's no way I could have seen this before because it's it's new. And it turns out I've read the book too. Oh, of course nice. you did. Of course, <laughs> of course you did. Because you have Peter. a way of finding movies with no love, one else can I, find. I love it. it. I love it. That's why there will always <laughs> yeah, be. But some, haunted is good. No matter yeah. what we do, guys, there will always be some aspect of forgotten flicks all due to Peter. No matter. Yeah. Uh, always. And oh, look, there's Idle Hands. Oh, yes. Oh, I, yeah. I saw that in theater. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that in the theater. Yeah. You t- in the theater? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's have. a good one. Yeah. I was on yeah, the um, it was, watching that one. 
<laughs> I wish I had seen it in theaters. Um, it was actually, I believe, postponed because of 9-11. It was supposed to come out right around that time, but after the tragedy, they didn't want to release something this kind of uh, subversive and, and, and dark and gory. Twisted, yeah. And that pretty much killed its chances. Yeah. And I think it's such, it's such a shame because the movie would appeal to a, such a wide audience. Um, you know, and I love the fact that uh, you get to hear Motley Crue shout the devil multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be fascinating to see. You could probably write a, a, a book or something on just all the movies affected in TV, uh, affected horror, especially affected by 9 11. Oh, yeah, I'd be up with that. You could actually just do, like, whenever there is a national tragedy. So, 9 yeah. 11, Columbine, you could do any, yeah. anything. Yeah, so much. Because Scream, Scream, Scream 3. Scream 3 was massively horror. affected like, there's, because of there's Columbine. So many movies that have just been, you know, re- oh, sure. why rewritten, changed, yes. and, you know, like, yeah. just yeah, put on a shelf for years. And <laughs> just, yes. it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I you also mentioned a movie that I've actually searched for. And I, I texted Peter the other day about it. I probably should have texted you, Daryl, to which you would have replied, I have no idea. Why are you asking me? Ask it's Peter. On page 104. Yes, it is. Night of the Scarecrow, right? Night of the Scarecrow. And here's the reason yeah. why. I, I picked that one. That was my pick. That was your pick? That was one of my highlights. Are you sure it wasn't Dark Knight of the Scarecrow? No, no. Now, Dark Knight no, of the no, Scarecrow no, no. is the 81 with uh, Charles Durning, right? And uh, the one, dude yeah. from uh, yeah. Do- Dr. Giggles. And, Dr. Giggles. The one yeah. that was on t- the TV movie? Yeah, yeah, not not the TV movie one. I've seen that one. This okay. this is the this is the one directed by Jeff Burr, who I am actually a fan of. I like Stepfather Two, uh, The Offspring, which is more commonly known now as Whisper to a Scream, which is an anthology horror flick. If you guys are familiar with that, uh, he also did uh, as I mentioned Stepfather Two, and he also did uh, and hate me if you will. I like Leatherface. it. Leatherface. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like that movie with William Butler, Ken Foray. It is an yeah. I like like that. That's my favorite sequel. Thank you. Thank you. I love that movie. It is the best. Well, I, I, the unrated version, of course. Yes, but it's still, if David J. Shaw wrote the script, I mean, it's freaking great. It's scary as hell. It is creepy. <laughs> it's so ominous. Viggo Mortensen? Yes, that's right. Early Viggo Mortensen. It's got, uh, mm-hmm. no, not Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. I'm not talking about the one that comes after it, because that thing was abysmal. With Renee <laughs> Zellweger, I don't even know what the hell I was watching there. Um, but, the films are as incomprehensible as that one. That, uh, uh, next uh, generation. Uh, but next I, I kind of have to respect it for just how weird it is. It is There's bizarre. It is so bizarre. <laughs> but no, but Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, I remember that. I had, a, I, I, for some reason, I've always remembered this. I had a uh, VHS tape and being apparently cheap i didn't want to record just one movie on a tape i eventually did but this was when i had you know two and three movies on a tape i had it with gleaming the cube and halloween four they were all in the same tape look at you yeah yeah, i think you mentioned this before (laughs) and i watched that that tape those three movies i watched over and over again i love and this was not the unrated version even this is you know the the cut version because i think i got off hbo or something i don't even remember um Mm. but oh man i remember loving that movie it was it's like it was it was probably more nihilistic than I typically like a movie, yet it, it like rode the line. Like it, I don't ever feel like it crossed it like in a hostile sort of, you know, saw kind of way. It, it never felt that mean spirited to me, but it was just disturbing. And I like Texas Chainsaw 2, but it's so over the top in, in parts that I don't know. Three, I felt like they were seriously trying to capture the at least the tone of the original. Yeah, and you and there's not a second that's boring in that movie too. It has such a great pace. Oh yeah, it does. And Ken Foray is just badass as the survivalist guy. That... <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually, I met Ken Foray at a, at a at my first horror convention, and uh, it was very intimidating. Yeah, because <laughs> he's the baddest motherfucker ever. He really is. He really uh, is. He was a 
sweet, lovable man when I met him. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He, 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 I knew I was going to say something stupid. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but he, he's uh, almost as tall as I am. So uh, I That's a big dude. Understand. He's a yeah. giant. Yeah. yeah. So two giants yeah. are nice to each other. That's right. The yeah. giants don't want you because they'll crush all those little people. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So back, back to Night of the Scarecrow. So Jeff Burr yeah. uh, jumped out at me. And here's the thing. I remember somebody telling me years ago, I, 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 was, I was in my 20s, but it's like early 20s. And somebody knew I was a horror fan. They're like, oh, did you see that one movie about the Scarecrow? Now, at that point, I actually didn't see Dark Knight of the Scarecrow until maybe a few years ago. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. I'd heard about it, but I never caught it when it first came on TV. And for whatever reason, just never came across it on VHS. I was familiar with it, but again, didn't know anything about it specifically. So several years ago, due to uh, my buddy Doug McCoy's love of it, and Peter, I'm sure you mentioned it. Did you ever cover it on the site? What what uh, Dark, Dark Knight. Night of the Scarecrow? Dark no, Knight. no, no. Dark Knight of Scarecrow. No, the Dark Knight of Scarecrow. No, 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 not okay. yet. I think you may have mentioned it, but anyway, point yeah, is, I finally so. saw it. I liked it. I mean, I could see, had I watched it when I was seven, it would have scarred me for life. <laughs> <laughs> so as an adult, didn't have the same effect, but it was good. It was a well-done TV movie, certainly for the time. But then somebody had told me about this Scarecrow movie, and it was so scary. And so I found this other movie, and you mentioned it in your book. It was one that's just called Scarecrows, where it involves the heist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one didn't really do it for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I thought that one was the one the person was talking about. But then more I thought of it, I was like, he didn't mention anything about a heist. He didn't. So I'm like, okay, I, what is this movie? And I could never find it. Well, I'm thumbing through your book and I start reading this. And I was like, holy crap, that's it. It was it was Night of the Scarecrow from 1995. Oh, nice. But I now, but yet again, I go searching. I'm like, okay, somebody. The only thing I could find is somebody does have a VHS up on Amazon for you know 15 bucks or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't find it either. I know. So now I'm like, okay, now the mission is on, man. Yeah, I, I know. Every Goodwill Damn and it. Salvation Army in the area. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be hunting this sucker. Now, that in Godzilla 1985, because my son, my eldest son, who I just took to see Goosebumps today, by the way, that's one to add Ooh, in future versions. Of, I'm actually seeing that tonight. Uh, I liked it. I'm going to say it right now. I, free, I am shocked I actually like that movie. It is like a cleaner Monster Squad. It is. It yeah, is. The, tra- the trailer looked incredible. Oh, it was great. It was fun. It was, you know, it, and it's, I mean, my son's about to turn nine. Actually, his, wait for it, his birthday, October 21st. So straight up Back to the Future 2 yeah. is my son's birthday. Ah. Good time oh. for a birthday. Yes, right. yes. So yeah, his birthday, 10 days before Halloween, his birthday falls on the date from Back to the Future 2. And so, I, you know, we went and saw Goosebumps. And, um, you know, so he's gotten big into Godzilla, though. That's his thing. He's really big into Godzilla. So I was oh, telling, is he ready for what's coming? Uh, oh, you talk about God- Godzilla versus Kong? Well, it's three different ones. Actually. Oh, it's, yeah, it was, it's it, well, the Kong. They're Gamera. doing Skull Island, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing and, uh, Godzilla two, right? What and uh, Godzilla itself is going to have two more movies after it. Oh, okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a Gamera. big thing with that. Oh, yeah. Turtle camera. Yeah, he has actually. I bought him a little camera. He has. He, he, he's, you did? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the, the trailer for the father. new movie? No, I've seen the. Tra- I, I haven't. I haven't seen the trailer. No, no. Not for the new one. But the, I was telling him about Godzilla 1985 because I remember my dad taking me to see that when it came out. And I, I, I remember being a kid thinking it was great. I have no doubt in my mind now that it is probably not. But, but You should go to the Forgotten Flick site. <laughs> really? Has anybody mentioned it there, Peter? Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. That, that, that bearded, balded guy from, you know, who, who lives in Sweden. Oh. Uh, He's Peter. a t- talented son of a bitch, that guy. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so. Godzilla 1985, much like Night of the Scarecrow, I can't find it anywhere. Mm, that's so frustrating. Now, somebody wrote that it was also, I think there was another name for it, uh, that, but it was it was like the Blu-ray was still, it, I want to say, I may be exaggerating here, but I want to say it was like 60 bucks. It was something ridiculous. I'm like, what? Mm, that's weird. 
Why? Yeah, well, if they're out of print, they're expensive. Really, yeah, that's really. It's heartbreaking to know the films that get, get get mistreated. They get no respect. A movie like Spookies, which has never even gotten a DVD release release yeah. in the states, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, like a Midnight Hour. Try finding a decent copy of Midnight yeah, Hour. Great example. And yeah. not not selling one of your kids to buy it. Mm-hmm. I need it's to see uh, Spookies again because when I saw that in your book, that poster, I mean, just hit me. And I, and I know I saw that with my cousin Chris. We he's the one who exposed me to all the movies that I was probably far too young for, like Phenomena and uh, you know, Friday mm-hmm. Night and all those. And I remember us renting Spookies. I know we rented it, but yet I don't really yeah. remember anything about it. Yeah, how could you resist that cover when you're just browsing through a video store? Oh, on a horse it's action. great! It's, it's a great it's cover. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always been one of my favorite movies, um, and it's a film that it's kind of hard for me to look at objectively because I, I loved it so much as a kid. And every time I see it, I still think it's a, a legitimately good movie and everyone laughs at it and says, Oh, it's so, so, one of those so bad. It's good movies, but I think it's actually so good. It's good. Damn it. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> are, are you acknowledging you might have a certain level of cinematic nostalgia disorder for spookies? Is that what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, yeah. Not wrong with that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was on a USA Saturday nightmares a lot. Oh. Um, so when I wasn't renting it, I was able to catch it on TV a lot. And so, um, yeah, it's a film that I've been kind of bugging Scream Factory on Twitter like every month to release, and I haven't gotten anywhere. <laughs> well, uh, we can uh, keep at it. If you need, we'll, well, maybe what we'll do is we could do some kind of campaign <laughs> yeah. through the yes. podcast, and we can get you at least three or four extra. Mm-hmm. But it is available on YouTube. It's available on YouTube in its entirety and actually really good quality. So oh, if you haven't if you download. haven't seen Spookies, please check it out. I am going to be downloading that as soon as we hang up. All right, so <laughs> uh, all right, Ooh, okay. here's an old one. What's that? I'm still like I'm listening. I'm I'm talking oh, and I'm looking. And you're reading. Okay, talk. okay, okay. All right. That's so, an old Danish one. Oh, I, and I know the answer to this, Nathan. I'm I, I'm being you know presuming that I do. Were you a Commander USA kid? <laughs> no, I was a pro wrestler kid though. Oh, so you never watched because you mentioned Saturday Nightmare, so you never watched Commander USA. No, I'm very sorry. Oh, I <laughs> wow. See, I I assumed that you would have. That's so no. you saw because Saturday Nightmares. That was USA, right? It was, yeah. Okay. Every okay. Okay. Saturday night. Um, yeah, and it was. Uh, I still like by Gilbert Gottfried for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And uh, Ron DeShear. Really good opening. Too. Was that it was, right, it was on right before uh, Hitchhiker. Yes. Yeah, so didn't Ron DeShear do it after him? She, yes, she did. Okay. Okay. And USA Up All Night too. I remember those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the classics. They're really good. The good stuff. Okay. So. As a fan of seventies, eighties, horror, all, all horror flicks, but you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the, the ones you probably grew up with you know the most i know you have your list in the back which i love by the way so if you're in the mood for one that's you know predominantly with you know witches here are the top five if you're in the mood for actually being scared here are five I, I love that you did that but for you personally and if you put this in there i apologize for missing it but do for you personally what are just a couple of movies from that error er, era <laughs> i can error. Error, 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 error era that you try to watch every October, if there are any. I mean, I, and, we're talking I'll, about seventies and eighties. Yeah, and, and of course, I, I I immediately remove Halloween from the equation because that seems like a gimme. And there's a couple that are probably obvious gimmies. But are, are I mean, Monster Squad is that an every year for you, or is that you know? Um, not every year, but definitely at least once every five years I revisit sure. that. Um, definitely Fright Night. That's one I definitely revisit every year. It's probably my absolute my absolute favorite film ever. To tell you wow, the truth. cool. Um. Let's see. Uh, definitely the Midnight Hour, and let's see. There's also um, hmm, it's a very good question. Creep Show, okay, and Return of the Living Dead. Ah, good. 
Phantasm. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I was going to say Trick or Treat, but no. <laughs> uh, the, no not, not, the, not the newer one. But you the, one, the one with Skippy from Family Ties? Yeah. Okay. It's, I, I can't say awesome. this. I watched that one. Oh, I loved um, when we covered that movie. That movie was great. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Night of the Creeps. Um, <sighs> probably. Um, let's see. I'm actually flipping through, too. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, your, your book's an excellent resource for <laughs> <Yeah>. everyone. <That's... laughs> Re- Reanimator. Oh, yeah. Re-animator. Oh, yeah. And let's see. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I actually saw Return of the Living Dead last night. It was playing at the Hollywood Theater. Oh, and it was a double feature. It was that and the Abominable Dr. Fives. Nice. So a lot of fun. Oh. Uh, I like, by the way, I, I respect I respect that you put Return of the Living Dead Part 2 in your book. Because I remember yeah, seeing that I don't as a understand kid. the backlash. It's, I, it's a I lot like of fun. that movie. I need to rewatch it. It's been a very long time, but I remember really loving it. Plus, I have to do it every time I mention that movie. Oh God! Get that damn You're... screwdriver out of the head! <laughs> I love it. Oh God, I love okay, it. Okay, I, I thought two more. Something Wicked This Way comes, oh. and a great film from the seventies, Tourist Trap. Oh, you, I still oh, haven't I seen that. I don't know that. That's the one that scares. Uh, I still Joel. haven't seen that. Yeah, I think Stephen King said it was uh, yes. one of the scariest films he's ever he seen. He did. It was in da- da- Dance Macabre. Dance Macabre. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he mentioned that, and I remember to this day. I watched. Obviously, all the trailers about it. I'll catch clips of it. I'm like, I've just got Chuck Connors in. I'm like, this movie's amazing. I've got to see this movie. And for I think I started it one time, and something happened. I couldn't finish it. Because I remember the opening. I saw the opening. The opening's creepy as hell. Yeah, it really is. And I was like, why? I still, I feel so shamed. Like, I'm barely a horror fan. Why would I have not seen this movie? But <laughs> Shame on you. I know I'm pathetic. Uh, oh, the, the Burbs as well. That's one I definitely oh, revisit. I'm just looking at it now. I was going to ask uh, Joel, when can we do the Burbs, please? Well, when, when we uh, when we do our thing modification, because that's definitely not forgotten. I, I would argue that's No, not. I know. I love that's that true. movie. I've seen it so many that's damn true. times. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It was it was actually cut here in Sweden, believe it or not. Really? Oh, is that right? Oh, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, we, we had a bad stint of... Uh, of people cutting out things in movies here. Yeah, there was a censorship issue in. Sweden. Yes. Oh, so that uh, sucks. Yeah, it did. Which is so fascinating because it must have been after they lifted that. I remember in Fangoria in the '90s reading about a movie named, and I and maybe it's I'm only remembering it this way because, and I'm literally just trying to pull this out of the top of my head, but. And because you mentioned Fright Night so much, I think the movie was called Evil Ed, which I realize is also a Fright Night reference. But I yeah, see, I've actually never seen that one. You know what I'm talking? Isn't there a movie called Evil Ed? There is. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And isn't it Swedish? Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that. It's a Swedish one. Yes. Okay. I remember reading they had a, a cover. Uh, cover story in Fangoria back in the mid nineties about it. Cause, and I remember them talking at that time about the censorship issues. Now the, yeah. from the, from the stills from the movie, it looked gory as hell. <laughs> so uh, it, it is. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing that must've been after it was, the ban was lifted. It's kind of weird. Uh, I think in the mid nineties, uh, late nineties, it was, basically lifted but it, it took a very long time but then things uh, i mentioned this before uh brain dead uh or, or dead alive as it's called uh your in your neck mm-hmm. of the woods was uh completely uncut shown in the theaters <laughs> and uh that's one of the bloodiest movies i've basically ever it seen the bloodiest. is it yeah. do you think it's tone though do you think is that's meant to be more of a comedy i th- yeah i think so because there are movies over here that was uh outright banned uh, because I think of the tone, uh, and uh, the brain dead was 
equal tongue in cheek. You can't get more tongue in cheek than that. So yeah. I think that was, and it was kind of, I don't know, kind of seeing how ridiculous stuff was because there were even, I mean, mischief, the, the, you know, that uh, romantic movie. Yes. Yeah. With Kelly. There were cuts, yeah. Cuts made in that too. Hmm. Yeah. Go figure. Huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, the sex scene and uh, when he breaks his arm. But wasn't most of the censorship directed at violence even more than sex? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, sort of the opposite of the states. <laughs> yes. Basically, yeah. I, I, was show, yeah. I was going through some trailers, and I, yeah. I, I, been, and I'm, I acknowledge it's not a great movie, but, you know, my kids are, you know, big into, like I said, Godzilla and monsters. I've been telling them about Alien, and they're like, can we see it? I'm like, you're seven, nine, and five. No, not yet. I don't want to deal with the nightmares. But we're getting there, especially for the older. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah. The uh, Alien vs. Predator trailer. I was like, oh, it's PG-13. I'll show them the trailer for it. I'm like watching the trailer going, holy crap. Like, I forgot. Yeah. Like, especially when you're watching with little kids, you forget how violent something is. I'm like, dear God. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it, the, the, the thing with kids is, I mean, my 10-year-old girl, she's watching uh, The Walking Dead and uh, thinks nothing of it. And then she watches a movie with, with, that I can think is kind of tame. And uh, I mean, and, and she freaks out. I would so not. So, I, I would never get yeah. to sleep. I'd have kids in my room 24. Daddy, I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm used to it. <laughs> no, but they want to say, and, uh, and my uh, my uh, 13 year old, so she wants it, the conjuring and she wants to watch poltergeist. And, <laughs> uh, and my wife said, well, couldn't we show them uh, uh, Pet Cemetery? And I said, no. Oh, dear God. God no. Are you Rachel. Freak <laughs> yeah, me out. Like, yeah, oh, I, I regret watching that one as a kid. And she said, "What's wrong with showing them that one? Are you are you freaking kidding me? There's Zelda in it." Yeah, that's that's all you have to say is Zelda in yeah. the story. Game over. Yeah, well, it's, it's weird what we remember because I think the tragedy of stuff is more scary. Or the like, Poltergeist, the clown under the bed scared me more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can watch uh, something like Friday Thirteenth. It didn't scare me as much as it, the Poltergeist did when I was a kid. Well, I think it- no, it's. A, I think it's more of a, the tone. I mean, the slasher movies I watch kind of for relaxation, which kind of sounds weird. <laughs> no, not at all, Peter. Not no. weird at all. <clears throat> yeah, nope, a, a, a nice a slasher different... film in India. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a different uh, tone. It's it's uh, completely different from movies that scare the shit out of you, basically. Mm-hmm. That yeah. really get feels so uh, like uh, the Pet Cemetery and. And stuff like that. Yeah, when that boy, that, that, that boy oh, walking across the street in the oh. in the and that, uh, part, the part, that bothered me more. Even at thirteen, when I saw that movie in the theater, yeah. that part, even mm-hmm. they showed nothing other than a little shoe. That in the Ra- that in the do. Rachel scene yeah. bothered me so much. Oh, and no, even worse, the funeral. Spoiler alert, by the way, for Pet Cemetery. I probably said at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> uh, the people uh, should have seen it by now. Yeah, well, they sh- so. they should have. Yeah, the the funeral scene for Gage. Is so upsetting because of the mm-hmm. fight and just the coffin. Yeah, yeah. It's just a pylon after oh, the, so what rough. already something tragic already happened. And they just keep oh, going with I it. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, it's it, uh, it's feelings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just just look at uh, uh, the movie The Haunting from 1963. It's done with the uh, sounds and camera angles, basically. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's scary as hell. Almost as scary as the Jan Debat version. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we should have, we should have all just gone completely silent and held that. <laughs> that's that's yep. what that deserved. All right, I, people I, should have 
hell happened. I want to mention. I want to mention one other thing. Ask you one, uh, one, one or two other questions. Are you good on time, Nathan? Oh yeah, okay. I'm here for as long as you need me. Okay, cool. Um, uh, be careful. Uh, <laughs> so I got nothing to do. The, uh, the only plan I have tonight is to see goosebumps, but that was that oh, start I, I for another do. few hours. Okay, so good, good, okay. good. Because I don't want to ruin that. Oh, me. and also uh, the, the 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 new Simpsons Halloween episode. Well, there are actually there are actually two Simpsons Halloween episodes this year. First time they've ever done that. Oh, really? Um, there's there's going to be oh. of course Trios of Horror, which which is going to be next Sunday. Sure. But tonight. Um, the 18th is going to be just a Halloween episode of The Simpsons. So it takes place in the oh. Simpsons universe, but it's just just about like The Simpsons on Halloween night. Oh, that's so, awesome! That way, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, actually, so is the Treehouse of Horror? Then that's actually going to happen in October because don't they typically aren't they November first? No, it, it well. T- you know, they've had like over 25 at this point, and some of them have taken place in November, and some of them have taken yeah. place in early October. Um, but in the past few years, it's been right in the middle of October. Which okay. has been fantastic. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's what yeah. it should be. Yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, definitely. So, Night of the Living Dead, which no brainer, the original. I'm glad you put that classic, mm-hmm, one course. of my favorite movies. So, have you re- have you watched ever? Have you ever seen the remake, and have you seen it recently? <clears throat> um, I. No, I have not seen. I've seen the remake once, okay, and that's one that just I never felt the need to revisit. It didn't seem like it was showing me anything new, and it didn't didn't seem necessary in any way. And because of how much respect I have for the original, it's sure. like that's the one I want to watch every sure. every time. I will say this: if it's if it's been significant, if it's been mm-hmm. several years, rewatch it because again, I, having now context of. Tony Todd going on to do what he does. Uh, T- Tom Towles is in it. Uh, knowing Savini directed it, uh, mm-hmm. knowing that Ramiro it, you know, wrote it and had a heavy hand in it. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of talent behind that. Uh, knowing the fact that Barbara does not completely suck as a character, she's more like Ripley and a badass. Um, <laughs> the, the, the fact that honestly, it's it was amazing because we, we when was that was three years ago, guys. Daryl, you were on for that show. When was that? Like three or four years ago. We covered that. I think Holy. that was the was the, the first one. Was that the first Spooky Flicks Fest? Holy crap! Was it? Yeah, yeah. twenty twelve. Yeah, twenty or second one. I oh, was so around twenty thirteen. So it's been a couple of years. But yeah, the I remember the thing that also struck me because you know Walking Dead had been out was mm-hmm. the Walking Dead quality of the zombies. And, yes. and so yeah. like the effect the makeup effects held up really well and i don't know man oh and also um William Butler he's in it he plays the the kid that ends up you know getting blown up spoiler alert and. It's- Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, knowing the like knowing what you know now, go back to it because I think mm-hmm. you might. I, like, I'm shocked still how I want to watch it for Halloween because there's something about it that <laughs> even though it isn't you know taking place during Halloween and I don't even I guess it has a little bit of a fall vibe. I was obviously put the original in. Um, it's something about it, and maybe because it's recovered it for Spooky Flicks Fest, it feels mm-hmm. like a Halloween movie to me. Even the remake does. So, Jeez, I'm almost nervous to revisit that because I'm going to hate myself or not. Uh, okay, have, uh, so I baby, basically, I sh- I should not set your expectations so high. It actually sucks. It's horrible. <laughs> no, I'll, not- I'll definitely revisit that from 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 your recommendation. Okay. It, yeah, I, I mean, I have heard I have heard good things about it, and it's probably been. Jeez, well over fifteen years since I've seen it, so yeah, hopefully we'll. Then definitely do because it had been at least that long for me. I saw it mm-hmm. the theater when it came out in ninety was it ninety or ninety one right around there somewhere in there, and 90, yeah, nineteen ninety. Okay, so I had seen it then. I'm pretty confident I saw it some other point during the nineties, but I hadn't seen it since then. So it had been pushing twenty years, and I again it's like the Blob or RoboCop. There's been a handful of movies where I went back and I'm like, holy crap, I really like that movie. So I'm just throwing it out there as, as a fellow. On, not a couple of days ago, actually. What's that? That what we're talking about? Night Living Dead. It came on TV. Yeah, it came on cable. Oh, okay. I don't have cable. I'm a cord cutter. I'm that. <laughs> I'm that guy. 
Oh boy, we have cable. I'm a Netflix, Amazon. I'm, yeah, like I'm the guy. I, I do everything on Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix. What are you talking about? I don't know. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm the only collector. Collector of what? DVDs? Movies. Oh, oh, I yeah. use. Oh, you have Souls. Oh, those- I collected so many VHS copies, honestly, Peter. Like when they when the format change happened, I was like so like oh screw this. So I have a lot. I had a lot of DVDs for a while, and then I kind of got away from it. So I think with Blu-ray, I might get back because that sort of reminds me more of my Laserdisc days. So maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. You have those too. Yes, I still have a couple of those left. The red. Oh, shut dead. up. <laughs> All right. The red evil dead one. What? It's what? gonna take off ever sometime. It says, yeah, they're coming back. Off. I feel it. That Betamax. <laughs> All right. So, what, Nathan, are one to two? I, I know. I think one of them would probably be Cemetery of Terror. But what mm-hmm. are one or two forgotten gems that you discovered in your research that you think people should go and run to now and watch? Well, let's see. The first one that comes to mind is uh, a movie called Hold That Ghost. It's uh, a 40s film starring Abbott and Costello. Okay. And I think it's, it's, it's spooky and it's hilarious. And it's one of um, the most enjoyable films I think you can have with, 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 okay. with a large group. And, yeah, it actually came out before Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. But that's another one that I highly recommend. Just showed that to my kids about a week ago. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Frankenstein Did they like it? Oh, they loved it, yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. My kids like black and white because they because because daddy is raising them right. We watched the Universal monster movies. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Another one that I think has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit is Gothic from 1986. Oh. That's the one with um, Julian Sands, Ken Russell, oh, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Ken that. Russell, Ken Russell directed that. Yeah, he did. Ah, mm-hmm. awesome. And let's see. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was one, <laughs> there was one from 1979, which is weird, called uh, the Halloween that almost wasn't, and it's uh, yeah, it's Count Dracula and Frankenstein, Mummy, and it's all about um, a witch who, in order for Halloween to begin, she has to fly across the full moon. And one year, she's just sick of it. She doesn't like how she's portrayed in the media, <laughs> and she's just, she just she wants all these stipulations in order for her to to, to uh, start with Halloween again, and. Yeah, it, it ends. It ends with uh, Count Dracula and all the Universal monsters disco dancing. So, yeah, awesome! That was, that was pretty unique. <laughs> Why not? Um, there's one from 1977, another film called House. Um, it's a uh, a Japanese film. It's oh, probably yeah. the most psychedelic oh, yeah. movie you could ever watch on Halloween. I night. do remember that. Yeah, I do. Right. My, my friend one. Terry East loves that movie. He's told me about. Oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I think you uh, uh, mentioned Hell Night earlier, mm-hmm. and that's another one that yep. I think people should definitely revisit. It had yes. a lot to offer. Yes. Um, I love. Yeah, uh, maybe the, the 70s version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, all good choices. Yeah, and um, also Kenny and Company was a one, that, one that I never heard of. It was directed by Don Coscarelli, who did the Phantasm films. That yeah. is awesome that you included that. Oh, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, that was really unique. And yeah, once again, I'm, I'm so happy that I live close to one of the best video stores in the, in the entire country, Movie Madness, and they actually had this. Nathan, this has been Awesome. Daryl, Peter, do you have any other questions for Nathan before I do the, the wrap-up piece? Not questions per se, just this, this book is there's so much. There's so much. We have stuff for uh, Spooky Flakes Fest for the next 10 years. It will be the handbook. It really will be. be. Yes. The, uh-huh. new yes. Bible, the new Bible of Spooky Flakes Fest is yes, pumped exactly. out. so much to me, guys. <laughs> As I said, I love this podcast. I'm really glad you, I'm really glad you guys like the book. And um, yeah, uh, do you guys have, uh, do you know what you're going to do on Halloween night? 
crap. Well, you've given me far too many choices. <laughs> I didn't make any plans. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'll do anything. When is that fall on it's, anyway? It's a Saturday. So oh, exactly. no oh, 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 obviously, I'm, I'm taking my children trick or treating. That's a no brainer. Um, and then yeah, after, we're planning a big party here. So, oh, very nice. And then I want to live over there with Peter. Yeah, it's a sweet. I want to go through like the ancient Swedish woods on Halloween night. That'd be awesome. I don't I'm actually going to see a. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to see a sweet. I'm going to see a Swedish band in concert in a couple of days, and it's probably the best band you could ever see for like the Halloween season. It's Ghost. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they're nice. going to be playing in Portland. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait. Cool. All right, so uh, yeah, any, probably any... stay out of the woods here. The, the moose hunt is on. So I'm... <laughs> Drunk <laughs> hunters is uh, that's not a good what? combination. Wait, I think. Are you I sure think... you're? Not, wait a minute. Hold on. I, I, I'm in the southeastern United States. You're sure you're not here? <laughs> that's you just described. Uh, okay. No, I think all the, it's been a. They kind of uh, in the north. It's it was a couple of months ago, and then down here in the south, it started last week. <laughs> and I think there's already two hunters. <laughs> oh jeez! Wow. Yeah, not killed, hunt. but uh, still. What was terrifying about your time walking through the ancient Swedish woods on Halloween night? Uh, the moose hunters. That was actually the most terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah, the ghosts. They're not the, no yeah. danger there. I will say this: I can tell you right now, Nathan. I will be using your book because my my wife's actually a horror fan as well, and um, I, I will uh, be perusing your book to make arguments for which ones we should uh, or should not watch although obviously the ones in your book are all all shoulds for the most part for sure so yeah, uh, yeah. And then i hope you guys like uh spooky buddies uh, the one with the uh, five uh talking dogs i, I actually kind of, <laughs> i saw that and i i, laughed. I was like i i think it's awesome that you're like you know what i don't give a damn it's a halloween movie and i'm putting it in my freaking oh, yeah. book I, I don't care <laughs> what's a buddy's yeah, it's actually part it's actually part of the air bud yes yes i said it's all the buddies and i was like i bet you that's and sure enough <laughs> uh, air yeah, I think I'm going to have to watch uh, the Halloween tree very soon just to see if there's a scene uh, in Sweden because I know they go all around the world and show what Halloween's like in other parts of the world. So uh, maybe it's a Sweden okay. scene. I don't know. Maybe I've forgotten that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, we we kind of <laughs> we used the, the the American way, big party and trick or treating and, and scaring the shit out of people. I think it was three years ago uh, we had a big party here. I think we were 15 people, or a lot of them kids, of course, and then mm-hmm. me. And we went out. Uh, they wanted to go shopping, so we did that in full costume. And I was all bloodied up and with a bloody apron, a big ass knife. And I didn't. I don't think I wore the burla- burlap sack. That would have been too much, I think. <laughs> oh, you. And then there was like, yeah, yeah there was a, a a little couple, a boy on his bike, uh, and his uh, girlfriend in the back. And yeah, I've never seen people go that fast on a bike before with uh-huh. fifteen screaming kids after him. Yeah, wow. that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure what we're gonna do. The we're we gonna the kids want to go trick or treating. Not that there's much here, but they want to do it anyway. So. They just want to terrorize the neighborhood for a couple of hours. Basically, they're Peter's yeah. kids. Of course they do. That's cool. Yeah, me. Yeah, I'm gonna terrorize the neighborhood too. Good. Of you course, should. you should. Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan. What? One of the weirdest customs in, in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, where I'm from, and uh, when you went trick or treating, you had to tell a joke before you got candy. And I'm glad that's, that, that's actually still around. One of the few uh, long-standing traditions in America when it comes to trick or treating. It's like, and, yeah, jokes like you know, what's a vampire's favorite drink? You know, blood light stuff like that. Uh, ghost, okay. ghost favorite dessert, blueberry pie. Would they would they accept dirty? <laughs> would they accept dirty limericks? Well, one I don't accept anything. But one year, I uh, this was in the early '90s, and one my, my joke was. 
This was during the presidential election. Bob Dole is so old, he's the only person I know with it, with an autographed copy of the Bible. <laughs> a, few, a few people did not take kindly to that one. 50% of the houses you went to loved it. Oh, yeah. The other half were like, get out of here, you little bastard. And 3% were undecided. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Daryl. Uh, <laughs> Another good thing yeah. to just scare people what, that I do because of my size, I just stand completely still and stare at them. Oh, that'll work. I did that one. Uh, that was a year I had. I was in uh, uh, had a nice suit on, and then uh, all uh, pale face and just uh, just a single. Uh, I think there's a picture of it on uh, on Facebook somewhere, where I had blood running from one of my eyes. Mm-hmm. That was it. And I walked the dog like that. And there was a couple coming, uh, uh, riding the bike. I, I just stood completely still. And when they were right beside me, I just took one step, one step. Didn't say anything. Just one step. Uh, towards them. She freaked out. Wow. <laughs> I wish I could have saw that. I wish I was a giant human being and just didn't give a crap, because that would be awesome. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> isn't Florida scary enough? It really is. <laughs> it really is. Nathan, the, the question that remains is where can people get your awesome book? I know, of course, because I got it in one of those places, but where would you prefer oh, them to get right. it? Um, I know it's on uh, Schiffer Publishing. Okay. Um, so if you just Google Schiffer, uh, Schiffer Books or Schiffer Publishing, it should come up. It's also on Amazon. And I know that last year it was in a few Barnes and Nobles, but I'm not sure if that's still the case. But yeah, okay. okay. Well, I, I'm going to put I will put that in the show notes. So yes, and when you buy it, if you if you're a listener to Forgotten Flicks, buy it and leave a review for the book. That's very important for. Oh, books. absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes. So, yeah, thank yeah. you guys so much. Um, I will definitely put in a good word for you with the great pumpkin this year. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. We we, we are in we are in the most sincere pumpkin patch right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Linus didn't get a visit from him though. No, he never visited. Uh, we, we, we watched yeah. it. We watched that nah. last night with the kids. Was it last night or the night? Oh, night before? Uh, night before. I watched that uh, a week ago, I think. Yeah. Okay. After you watch, okay, this is something you got to do from now on. Every time you watch, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Find. If you can, the the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror segment called It's the Grand Pumpkin Millhouse. I think it's my all time favorite okay. Treehouse of Horror segment. It is brilliant. It's all a great right, I'm putting it down. And by the way, I love that you mentioned the Garfield one. I have that on DVD and I've shown that to my kids. And the pirate part scares the crap out of them every year. <laughs> oh, yeah. That scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, the pumpkin cinema book dish, everyone should. Uh, I found out about this. They, they, this was when you were on uh, Land of the Creeps with uh, Greg and. Uh, oh, yeah. That was the. That, that, that was my first podcast appearance. This is my second. Oh, nice. Well, we, wow. are, we are honored. We are honored to follow those guys and to have you on. And where can people find more from you? I know you uh, you do the oh, yeah. the blogging um, thing and all I'm that. On, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, and my name in there is Nathan Toll. And okay. I'm also on Twitter at Nathaniel Toll. Okay. Just and, so, yeah. I, I hope you guys like pictures of, uh, of adorable felines because that's my favorite thing to post about these days. Okay. Yeah, because it, it helps when you have an orange and a black hat. And so, yeah, they, and who, who are very good at posing for pictures in front of Halloween decorations. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. One thing I wanted to ask you that I would be remiss oh, sure. if I didn't. Do you have any projects you're currently working on? Do you have any upcoming? Uh, yeah, books? I'm actually, my second book uh, comes out in, I believe, this December, so very soon. Uh, it's not related to horror or Halloween, but um, <laughs> if you like amusement parks, it'll be up ah, your alley. It's actually cool. it's called Amazing Amusement Park Stories. So this is the, 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 we- the weirdest, funniest, scariest, true stories that took place in amusement parks. Oh, and okay. so yeah, th- th- there will be Fabio. 
Ah, oh, it's okay. remember goose spirit. Ah. Remember what happened with him and a goose in a roller coaster? I, I, that sounds vaguely familiar. It I, does. Yes, that, I yes, yes. <laughs> that, that image just floated into my mind again. When you when you have this ready to when you're you know released it and would you uh, be interested in coming on again and maybe we could oh do, it would be a, a huge honor thank you guys so much okay well, we could maybe do like a themed episode where what was it was it the seventies disaster like film yeah we, maybe we can do an amusement park episode like, yes. like the fun, fun house oh, fun house or roller coaster mm. yeah yeah mm. oh yeah there's a couple of good ones there. yeah so mm. awesome thank you so much Nathan it has been oh, an oh, honor to have hey, you oh what Peter but, yeah yeah I have to. <laughs> You want to? Why not have Nathan? Come? He's a huge film geek, so why not come back to talk about anything else? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah if he's interested, yeah, I, in, all I was I was totally using it to uh, pimp his stuff, but yeah, absolutely, well, of course. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'd love to have him on. Yeah, if, if you yeah, whenever you get a guest and he flakes out, I'm always available. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm usually the one that flakes out. You just fill in for me. That'd be easy. Uh, that'd be great. All right. So yes, Nathan, it has been an honor, man. Seriously, it is fantastic. I love this book, and I oh. and, and we're not actually joking. From here on out, for a future oh. Spooky Flicks Fest, this will be the thing we use because yes. it's going to save thank me a buttload so of time. Yeah. So thank you. I hope you guys have a great uh, the rest of the Halloween season. Keep up the great work with the Spooky Flicks Fest. I'm loving it so far. Well, except for this episode, but other than that, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! 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 For even more Spooky Flicks Fest fun, please visit ForgottenFlicks.com and subscribe in iTunes. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music through a Creative Commons license. And a very special thanks to all of our guests. If you'd like to learn more about them, please go to the show notes for this episode at ForgottenFlix.com and be sure to have a safe and happy Halloween.